going on guys? I'm Nathan Cason and this is That's My Team, the podcast where we talk to football fans, interesting football fans, about who they support, why they support them, and the highs and lows of being a football fan. And if you're a Man United fan, the real, real lows. <laughs> I'm talking, I'm talking Eric Seven Hag. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> right? Oh gosh, I mean, it's funny because it's United. That, that was the funniest <laughs> thing on TV this year so far. It was so good. It's like, oh, my goodness, seven. I mean, to, to lose Liverpool is bad enough, but, I mean, gosh, if you thought Liverpool fans were obnoxious before, oh, you ain't seen, you ain't seen nothing yet. Mate, the boner in Graham Souness's pants on Sunday must have been a <laughs> Fire! That guy lost all blood circulation to his legs. <laughs> Just knocking over random ornaments <laughs> and getting up. Anyway, it's good uh, to be back, Nathan. Um, yeah, it's, it's great, man. It's great. Um, yes, we, we are we are back for the, the spring summer stretch after the little winter break. You know, we have the World Cup. Um, we have the little fact of my marriage. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Know. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's not important. What's important is the football, the beautiful game. That's what's important. Don't tell my wife. (laughs) (laughs) We are back. We are back with a bang. We're back with a great guest. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, Mr. Mr. Ian Stone. Love. Arsenal fan. Love Ian Stone. Obviously. I love Ian yeah, Stone. Yeah, this is a, bit of a, a man crush episode for you, isn't it? it this was great, man. Oh, it was great because we got in the morning after the uh, oh, the morning after we smashed Everton four 0 But w- it would have been so good if we'd have managed to catch him after this weekend that comeback against Bournemouth. Oh my goodness! Yeah. You know what? I, all the signs are saying it's meant to be for you guys. I'm not trying to jinx it, but you know, I I, mean, I couldn't possibly agree with that. <laughs> it's 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 the thing that goes unspoken between all Arsenal fans. They, but as as a non-Arsenal fan, I say it's, it's a sign. I mean, after, after Man City won the uh, the Oil Classico against the <laughs> for you guys to you know get that win in, in such a dramatic way, it's like oh, that's, that's it nice. It was nice, man. It does. It yeah. There's real energy around the Emirates at the moment, but yeah, who knows? We'll see where we are in May. Um, okay. Well, before we crack on with our chat to Ian, here's a. This episode's a listener question, listener trivia for you guys. It is this: of all the Premier League players currently playing, who've played more than fifty Premier League games, who has the best personal win percentage? All right. Which sounds quite hard because there's so many Premier League players. But think about it. Have a, okay. Have a- yeah, come on, come on, lads. That, yeah, you, you okay? All, okay, should, should I give them a clue? Because I mean, it is that is quite a tricky one. Okay, they're playing calmly and and they're calmly enjoying life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, it's not someone that's been at that club for very long. <laughs> yeah, and no, it's not someone who's in a relegation struggle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, of all the current players playing in the Premier League. Who's played more than 50 Premier League games? Who has the yeah. best personal win percentage? If you know the answers, hit me up on Instagram at Nathan.Caton, on Twitter at NathanCaton, all one word. And yeah, man, um, yeah, see, see how well you know your stuff, or how, how well you can work out stuff. <laughs> how many clues I can give you? Yeah. Can you? If you can hear the smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Hint. Message. Um, <laughs> but anyway, enough of the hints. Enjoy this episode. 
Ian Stone, how's it going, mate? Very good, Nathan. How are you, man? Very, very yeah, I, good. I'm, I'm, I'm cool, man. Um, thank, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, we wanted to get you on for uh, a, a good while now. Um, for those who don't know you, can you tell us about yourself and, most importantly, who's your team? Uh, I'm Ian Stone. Uh, I'm a comedian and broadcaster and podcaster. Anything to not have to get a proper job, essentially. And uh, <laughs> I'm an Arsenal fan. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you the question I always ask the guests. Why? Why, why, why that team? Why Arsenal? Um, I mean, essentially because my dad took me. My, my dad uh, grew up in a time... My dad went to uh, Arsenal one week and Tottenham the next. And um, yeah, no, 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 no. It was a different time. You, essentially, you could go to any games of those. You just turn up, rock up with with your fifty p or whatever it was, you know. Ooh, of, and uh, Arsenal and, you, and Spurs. Arsenal and Spurs. He went. Yeah. I mean, he once went to. Um, I think he went to three games one day on a bank holiday. As you can, as you can imagine, the marriage did not go well with my mother. <laughs> but uh, he, um, he, yeah, he used to go to Tottenham one week, Arsenal the next. I used to have an entire collection actually of uh, Tottenham double season, 1960-61 home programmes, which would have been worth quite a lot, but he'd written all the scores on them and the scorers. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, he used to go to Tottenham one week, Arsenal the next. And um, uh, so it could have been Tottenham as well. But obviously, if he'd have taken me to Tottenham as a child, that would have been tantamount to child abuse. So he took me to <laughs> Arsenal one week. And um, I remember going, it was about 1969, 1970, and I was six or seven years old. And I remember going up the steps. It was a night game at Highbury and seeing that that green grass and those red shirts. And that was it. I was hooked. What was the first? What's, uh, what's Do you know what? I, it might have been Stoke City home, but I genuinely can't remember. It was around just before the Arsenal double season, 70-71. So that's when I started going. But I wasn't going regularly until about a year later. So Okay. So uh, let me ask you a question then. If your dad was going to Spurs and Arsenal, like, did you have... Yeah, Spurs program. Did you have any like Spurs shirts as well? No, 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 no. Well, first of all, I didn't have any shirts. Uh, nobody okay. bought replica shirts back in those days. Um, okay. But no, no, no. It, my dad was always an Arsenal fan, but essentially he didn't want to be in the house. So he used to go to football. And if Arsenal weren't playing, he'd choose the next best. And Tottenham were pretty good back in those days. So um, he used to go there as well. Um, but no, he was always a gooner. Always. Okay, so was Spurs like it's the second team, or just just went? Just, no, just no, to... no, just football to watch, just football. Okay. I mean, he, I mean, let me tell you also, by the way, about my old man. He saw every every five, uh, not just eleven, five aside match that I ever played until I was about twenty five. I mean, he used wow. to come on a Friday night. I used to play five aside with a load of mates in Mill Hill School. He used to turn up ten o'clock at night and watch us play for an hour. He nice. loves his football, so I've got it from him. Yeah, I was saying it's, it's brushed on to you, man. Yeah, what, so, it has. Um, what position do you play? Uh, you play? Well, I mean, I, I mean, now I play five a side, so I, I, you know, obviously it's positionally you're all over the place. But I yeah. used to, I, I played for a really good Sunday league team for a while. And I used to play right back because uh, I was definitely one of the worst players in the team, even though I can <laughs> play. But now I played in central midfield when I used to play. Uh, I used to play a sort of Jewish Sunday league. Um, and, and I used to play in central midfield, uh, and I, I loved it. I still love it. I still play. Do you? I still I don't play 11s. I play fives, though. Still play fives, yeah. When, when, when do you get a chance to play? Because obviously, comedian's Monday nights. Comedian. Monday nights. Oh. I play in what we call the fat Jew game, although I'm one of the thinner <laughs> ones. 
and uh, <laughs> I am a Jew, by the way. So it's, um, we're not just saying, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'll go and play with a fat Jew. It's not that. Out of context. Slightly out of context. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I play on a Monday night with a load of mates and uh, I still love it. Of course I do. Okay, cool, man. Sweet. I mean, as a comedian, my mind's like, I'm like, when do you find the time? Yeah. Um, okay, wicked. Um, all right, so your uh, favourite Arsenal player as a kid growing up? Um, yeah, I mean, I was aware of Charlie George. Uh, he was the guy who scored the winning goal in the 1971 Cup final and then laid down on the pitch in a sort of crucifix-style line with his arms out, you know. Uh, uh, but really, Liam Brady was the man for me. Um, Irish kid, left-footed, and I'm about 12, 13 years old, and he got into the first team, and I absolutely loved him. Beautiful, cultured player. And my 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 youngest, who is a footballer and can play uh, reasonably high standards, playing in um, in a high standard at Glasgow Uni at the moment, um, he he's also got a left foot. And there was a moment when uh, Alexander, my son, was playing, when he kicked the ball with his left foot, and it, I just had a flashback to watching Liam Brady play. So uh, Brady was the one, and uh, and football and football fans of a slightly older vintage will remember a goal he scored against Tottenham when he nicked the ball off one of theirs and buried it in the top corner away at White Hart Lane with a shot from outside the area that sort of just curled round. You know when the goalkeeper watches the ball go in, and they don't yeah. move. Love those, <laughs> and Brady did that in front of the Arsenal fans, and uh, that was a big moment. So yeah, always uh, Brady, Chippy Brady, we used to call him because he loved chips. Okay. Um, speaking of Spurs, right? Do you do you have the same hatred and vitriol for Spurs that many Arsenal fans have? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, what, <laughs> what what sort of question is that? I mean, I mean, in the end, I mean, look, let let's get it right. Uh, I I used to like when Pochettino said he used to love the North London derbies because he said I like that. It's the right sort of hatred. He said, and I and that's what it's about. You know, there are people in the Tottenham crowd who I would gladly let babysit my kids when they were younger, right? These are people that I trust and love. But for 90 minutes, of course I hate them. Of course, I want nothing but misery and pain inflicted on them. So, yeah, of course I do, yeah. No, I would have thought maybe you have a, a bit of a soft spot given that your dad went to Spurs no. games as well. No, not in, not in, not a tiny, tiny bit. I want them to fail miserably every time they play. <laughs> and I get, and I, I mean, sadly, not so much this season because Arsenal are doing so well. But certainly in the past few seasons, I got as much pleasure from watching them lose as, as us watch, as watching us win. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Is that unusual? Right. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I get what you mean. I, uh, uh, would you rather then, like, okay, would you rather Arsenal? get second and Spurs get relegated or Arsenal win the league and Spurs stay in the league? Oh, no, no. I definitely Arsenal win. No, I want Arsenal to win win the league. I want Arsenal to win the title. But if you're asking me whether I whether if Arsenal won the title, that meant that Tottenham won the Champions League, I would take second at that point just to stop them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, yeah. We couldn't have that. Yeah. Sacrifice your own success for them, isn't it? Well, yeah, for them not to win the Champions League is what I'm saying. Because, you know, it, it can imagine such an awful thing happening, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I I mean, I don't want you to think my life revolves around thinking about Tottenham losing. It doesn't. But I do get joy from watching them suffer. Of course I do. Of course. Uh, what's your favourite Arsenal victory over Spurs? Um... Oh my God, there's been so many. <laughs> it's very hard to choose one. I mean, I mean, favourite Arsenal victory over Tottenham. To be honest, um, 
we've beaten them three one at home the last couple of seasons, and and there's been an electric atmosphere on the concourse before the game and in the game. We're all singing Tottenham get battered everywhere they go, and Saka and Emil Smith Rowe and all that stuff. So the last few seasons, winning away at the Armitage Shanks this year was pretty cool. I must say. <laughs> <laughs> the Armitage Shanks. We call it the Armitage Shanks. It looks if you if you get an aerial photo, it looks like a toilet bowl, right? I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful stadium, but it looks like a toilet bowl from above. Winning away there this year, 2 0 when we, we played them off the park in the first half, and then the second, they really came back into it, but we, we just held them at arm's length and it was great. Mm. I winning away at Tottenham, which it doesn't happen that often, to be honest with you. But really, if you're asking me the favourite result was actually the two two when we won the title at theirs. You oh, know, okay. when yeah. we won the title at this and uh, and Jens Lehmann had one of his meltdowns, but we ended up celebrating a while later after the game. That was pretty special. Okay. Um, let's talk about this season, right? Yeah. Um, you you yeah, guys that's... have been <laughs> surprisingly great. Um, I don't think anyone foresaw, like, Arsenal been top of the league. No. Do you think you can win it? Because every, every Arsenal fan asks, asks that question, is like, oh, Man City, they're going to catch us, they're going to catch us. All right. I mean, what do I think about this? I mean, we are we're recording this the day after we spanked Everton four uh, yeah. nil at the Emirates. We are now twenty five games, uh, twenty six games in. Uh, I think it is something like that. Twenty five to twenty six. Um, <clears throat> so essentially two thirds way through the season. Um, do I think we can win it? Well, I think the players think they can win it. I think the players have thought they can win it from quite early on. When Man, when your lot actually beat beat Man City at the uh, Etihad earlier this year, and that was in the morning game, and we were playing later on in the afternoon. I think we were playing away at Wolves that day. And apparently what happened was they were on the coach on the way to the game, and the score came through that you'd scored two, you'd beaten them deservedly uh, at the Etihad. And... Um, and they asked Mikel Arteta, what was the reaction like on the bus when they heard the result? And he said, well, you can imagine the reaction, right? Which tells me that when they heard that City had lost, they were just going crazy. They were jumping up and down. That being the case, that is a team that believed and still believes they can win it. They genuinely do. I think they think they can win it. Whether they can, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm absolutely not going to leave myself a hostage of fortune by saying, yes, they can or whatever. But they're taking each game as they come, as it comes. They've got a bit more of a deep squad now. They brought in some very good players in January, and they believe they can win it. And the way that they brushed Everton aside last night, that is a team that is going for the title. I mean, whether yeah. they can stay with that, is, I mean, I think it is. I think everyone can see that. And whether they can stay with City, we do, we don't know. City have been there before. They've got a great manager and some amazing players. And um, uh, you know what? They're a brilliant team, but. Um, I sincerely hope that we do, because if we do, uh, you know, it'll be one of the most joyous things I've ever seen in my entire football life. And it already is, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean you know, we get to see, we get to see Bukayo Saka every week. He is, he's yeah. already one of the, I think he's one of the best players in the world at this point. I genuinely do. And and we got Gabriel Martinelli and Martin Herdegaard's amazing. And, and there's a real unity and team spirit there and the crowd are loving it and, and the, players and the crowd are feeding off each other it's a joy to go down there at the moment and and no you're right no one did see it coming at all no one did mm. but they're using what happened last season when we got spanked at Newcastle and spanked at Tottenham in the last few games of the season as fuel and um it's it's I haven't witnessed anything quite like this in quite a while mm, yeah well, you guys are yeah on fire this season man. I mean yeah. with your home form especially I mean any 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 two sides have come away for anything that's a Newcastle and uh, 
And City. These guys. Oh, no, City, oh, as, City well. as well. City so as well, yeah. So three teams. Okay, fine. Okay, three but... Teams, my, yeah. My, yeah, and you were given, is, and you were given it, weren't you? To be fair, I mean, you you actually deserve well, something from the game. Yes, but, but at the same time, it what it should have been is a scrappy one nil win to us. <laughs> no, 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 no. Except, except, well, that's the rules, mate. The rules are that one goal. <laughs> if we get one and you get none, that means we win the game one nil. But obviously, uh, that VAR re- recognised oh, that you know yeah. if you put in the graft, you get the rewards, and <laughs> they deserve a goal. <laughs> It's not draw the lines. They deserve a goal. Exactly, exactly. Oh, Come on. God. They worked hard for it, okay? Yeah, yeah, you they did work yourself. hard for it. They did work <laughs> hard. I'm not saying they didn't. I've got I've got tremendous amount of respect for your team. I mean, I found it I found it a little bit difficult last year after what happened on the first Friday of the season where Sky almost wet themselves with excitement. <laughs> Jamie Carragher is is celebrating with your team and your fans. You're thinking, fuck off, mate. I mean, come on. Is, which is why they put us on against Palace in the first game of the season on Friday night because they thought the same thing would happen. And when, when it didn't, you could, you could just tell the disappointment. But... <laughs> But I do have a lot of respect for your team and the way, you know, they play in a certain way. They're effective. They're not unattractive to watch, actually. I think you've got some decent players. And, um, but you were given two points. You're given a point at our place. Uh, so, uh, you know, but that's, I love all this sort of football rivalry <laughs> stuff. It's fun, right? Fun. And if we win the title, if we lose the title by a point, I will not be happy about it. But right now I'm feeling all right. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I'm just flattered that you know you're mentioning Brentford, Arsenal, and the word rivalry in the same sentence. <laughs> I know, but it, no. no, but there is a there is. Listen, I understand. You know what? I know the fans seem bus stopping in Hounslow and all that stuff, but Brentford are a serious team. You know, they're a serious team. They've taken they've taken points off a lot of the big clubs, and they're a handful. They are a handful. Mm. I mean, I think at your place, it was just after the Queen died, wasn't it? When we played oh, you at your we place, we didn't turn up. Well, you yeah. didn't turn up, but you couldn't sing Hey Jude before the game. And, and and we did turn up, by the way. I mean, it was interesting. We missed a great chance in the first minute. And I remember watching the game thinking, we are we are here. We are here yeah. to play this time. And I think, again, in the same way that we we used what happened at Tottenham and, uh, and Newcastle as rocket fuel for this year, I think we used what happened at Brentford last year as rocket fuel for that game as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, no, I remember... I, but total respect for your team, you know. Cheers, mate. I mean, flattery will not get you points, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking, right. <laughs> speaking of points, let's go into the first game, right? Mm. Um, so this game is called the Trip Down Memory Lane. You take a look at a game from yesteryear, um, and then all you have to do is name the starting eleven. Yeah, go on. Uh, all right. So we're going to go to uh, FA Cup Final 2020. Right, your last trophy. Yeah. Okay. I've got to put a minute on the clock from producer Joe. Uh, can you just give me the starting eleven for Arsenal in that cup final? Okay, did, did you go to it? Uh, no, I wasn't allowed, was I? It was uh, in the middle of COVID. I watched it oh, in a pub oh, yeah. with okay, uh, with a mate, and the uh, and the pub owner uh, let us in, and we had to keep quiet. We couldn't celebrate too much. Uh, all right, who played in that game? Okay, um, all right, okay, you bet. Hold on, uh, Joe, you ready? Okay, all right. Ian, your time starts now. All right, Pierre Emerick and Bamiyan played. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, Ainsley Maitland Niles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, who was in goal for us? Burnt Leno would have been in goal for us. No, nope. not Burnt Leno. It was Emmy Martinez, wasn't it? Yep. That yep. shit house prick that he is. <laughs> um, who else? Who else played for us? Uh, you know, it's amazing. I can't remember any of the players <laughs> celebrating that, that game. Uh, did Gwen Doozy play? No. No, he didn't. Um, Lacazette. 
Yes. I'm so terrible at this sort of game. <laughs> I really am. Who would have been playing in defence for us? Rob Holding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who would have been the other centre off back in? See, a lot of them aren't there. Was David Luiz playing in that game? Yep. Yep. Oh my God! How did we win a cup with him playing for us? <laughs> um, who else played? Pepe. Pepe played, yep. didn't he? <laughs> Seventy-two million pounds of shite he was. <laughs> um, oh, I'm struggling now. I don't. I. I mean, I. I can't. Time. Really know who else? Who else played in that game? Um, oh no, okay, I'll give you the uh, it was 3 4 3 formation. Martinez and Goldie got that back three holding Louise Tierney, Tierney, Cameron Tierney, of course. Um, Bellevin, Shibanos, Xhaka, Maitland Niles, Pepe, Lacazette, and Aubameyang. I mean, it's amazing that Tierney and Xhaka were only two, the only two left, uh, um, from that yeah. team. And and Tierney's not even first team, Xhaka's the only first team player there. Yeah, surprising. I mean, no one saw that. Forever granite, thought he'd be granite. gone. I mean, the redemption of Granite Xhaka has been one of the, the surprises yeah. of the entire season. I genuinely believe that when we lift the Champions League in a couple of years, which I believe we have a chance of doing, Granite Xhaka will hold up the trophy and we'll all go, listen, we're so sorry for doubting <laughs> you. And he'll go, no, 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 I'm sorry for the way I behaved against Crystal Palace in that game when I threw off the armband. And we'll go, all right, all right. And then we'll all have a big hug and it'll be lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worked out well with Granite. Joe, how many many points was that? That was pretty good. That was actually better than I did. That was seven. Uh, Yeah, I looked at the squad earlier. Saka didn't even make it off the bench. Those three years, imagine. Yeah, well, what? I mean, listen, just can we take a moment? I mean, mean, Nathan, I I talk about this with mates of mine. Um, What? What Bukayo Saka means to Arsenal is one mm. thing, right? And we all, we, he's symbolic of the club. And I think there'll be a statue of him outside the ground in 15 years' time. But I mean, what he means to the black community as well. I mean, this guy yeah. is, is a, I think he's a hero. I mean, I think he's, he's going to be an icon. It, you mm. know, he's going to be like Righty, is what I think. That's, that's my feeling about him. I think he's an unbelievable kid. What he's been through with what happened in the Euros and all the abuse he got and then the way he cut, he's yeah, come back. Yeah. And he's and he's a superstar. I mean, he's already, you, did you see that goal last night, by the way? Did you see that goal? He's no, I haven't like, seen the goals yet, no. Oh my, you'll just watch it and go, oh yeah, he's brilliant. Of course he is. He's ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, we love uh, Bukaya. We love. I know, I've got a soft spot. He's from the uh, same area. Man, he's from, from Greenford, Greenford isn't he? He's from around yeah. that way. That's right. Yeah, no, mate. no, I think, like I say, I, I, I think he's one of the more universally loved players, really. Mm. I mean, he's one of those guys. That, I mean, I mean, when he, um, after the Euros, he came back and he played uh, against Tottenham in a friendly. And even that lot down the road gave him a, a massive ovation. <laughs> and, you know, fair play. Fair play, we love him. So, anyway. Uh, speaking of players, you guys yeah. had a lot, of, a lot of random players over the years, especially like oh, yeah. under the Wenger years. Who's um, who's your, who's your favourite like random player that you guys have had? <laughs> Do you know what? Arshavin was the first one that came to mind, really. Andre oh, yeah. Arshavin. You know, scored four, four goals, four goals, exactly, four goals away at uh, Liverpool. Fantastic player. Never really played in the number 10 position that he wanted to play in. But an incredibly talented footballer, and I love watching him play. And uh, uh, yeah, I liked Arshavin, really. Um, I mean, there's loads of them, to be honest. But yeah, he's, well, uh, okay. If you okay, if you were to have like a five side of like random Arsenal players, who would be in your five side? Well, Ainsley, Ainsley to take penalties. I used to love Ainsley okay. taking penalties. How cool he okay. was. Um, 
Well, I mean, we've got a load of ridiculous goalkeepers we could choose from, really. But I'll have uh, I'll have Lucas Fabianski because I like Lucas. I genuinely did. Although Jens Lehmann would obviously the mad German would be up there, but uh, I, I like Lucas. Um, random. Can I not have some of the really good ones as well? Because I reckon Vieira and Pires would be pretty good at five aside. I'll be totally honest with you. Can you imagine playing next to Pat Vieira and five aside? Yeah, don't worry, Stanley. I'll look after you. I'll cover the entire pitch. Yes, strides. You know. Um, no, random players, blimey. I mean, there's been t- there's been tons of them. I mean, we've had some of the shitter centre-halves you've ever seen in your life. I mean, we had Pascal Seagun, we had we yeah. had Eagle Stepanoffs, we've had oh Mikel Silvestre when he came from May United sold him to us when he was his legs oh, and he ended up They're playing against Barcelona in the new camp. You know. Um uh, uh other random players. How about Francis Jeffers? Remember him? The fox France, in the box. The fox in the box. It got to the point where he couldn't score. It was so bad that the other players were trying to uh, give him goals. That they, they, they had chances, and they go, "No, no, no, Francis, have have a goal <laughs> in this one game." Um, yeah. Uh, uh, can I have Dennis Bergkamp in the team? <laughs> <laughs> Not that random. I'll be honest with you. It basically, revolutionised the entire club. But uh, you know, one of the best players yeah. I've ever seen. You can't have Bergkamp. I'll give you Andre Santos instead. Andre Santos, Andre Santos, the Andre Santos, the slowest footballer (laughs) any of us have ever seen who got done for speeding on the way to training. (laughs) (laughs) Irony. (laughs) Anyway. Um, All right, let's let's move on to the second game, right? Um, But before we do, for a bonus three points, can you tell me what the number 176 represents? And it's an Arsenal thing. Yes. 176? Yeah. 176. It's a number that I am... Well, I know I'm familiar with the number because I used to get that bus to school when I was uh, in primary school. <laughs> but I don't think it's uh, the 176. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How, how did you know that? Uh, 176. Is it... Um, do you know what? I actually don't have a clue. Is it a number of goals scored by someone? Is it? Okay. Okay. Is it? Is it um, 176? Oh, is it the number of um, is it the number of is it not number of league goals that uh, Thierry Henry scored? There's your three points. There you oh, go. All right, okay. cool, nice one, mate. Nice one. Okay, oh, bonus three points Thierry. in the bag, oh. and uh, that brings us on, <laughs> on to the uh, higher or lower game. Right? Um, so, two one three, 176. Olivier Giroud, higher or lower? Well, lower. Yeah, obviously, yeah, that's a given. Yeah. Um, like our goal against you, Bears. Yay! Uh, 73. Um, Aaron Ramsey, higher or lower than Olivier Giroud's 73 Premier League goals? League goals? Yes, Premier League goals. Lower? Yes, 40. Right. Um, Robin Van Persie, higher or lower than Aaron Ramsey's 40? Higher. Yep, much higher. 96. Yeah. Um, Theo Walcott, standing thing. Uh, higher or lower than 96? Um, we're just talking... I... I... Uh, we're just talking league goals here, are we? Yes. Uh, just, just Premier League. Higher or uh, lower than, than 96? He might... Do you know what? I'm going to say higher. Lower. Oh, uh, yeah, mate. yeah. He got, he got more goals for Arsenal, but he didn't get them all in the league. All right. He only got 65. Yeah, okay. okay. So... That's three, three points yeah, yeah. there. Um, for those of you who are listening along and want to play along at home, we'll continue so just for fun. Uh, Pierre Emmerich Aubameyang, higher or lower than 65? 
Uh, Lee goals. He got yeah. more than 65, I reckon. Got 68. Yeah. Um, Dennis Bergkamp? Uh, uh, higher. Yep, he got 87. Yeah. Uh, Ian Wright? Higher. Yeah, 128. Uh, Robert Perez? Oh, lower. Yeah, 62. Uh, Freddie Lundberg? Uh, oh. <laughs> That's a difficult one. Higher. Lower, 46. All oh, right, yeah. okay. Yeah. And then last Got some one. Big goals for us. And uh, last one is Alexis Sanchez. What was the number before? Uh, 46. Lundberg. I reckon he got more. Yeah, he got 60. Oh, I did well there, except I blew it in the middle. <laughs> um, no, but you got the bonus points. So that's all right. That's, that's, all right. That, that, that makes up for it. That's six points there from that yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> last round. Let's go into the, the quick fire round. All right. Basically, I'm just going to describe as many players as possible. Not just Arsenal, just in, fo- in the world of football. Yeah. All right. Uh, got 90 seconds to describe as many players as possible. Joe, do you have 90 seconds on the clock? Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right. Your time starts now. Swiss player, your guys. Redemption. Him. Uh, uh, redemption. Yeah. Senderos. No. No, no, no. You're come, you come and place you. Place uh, you right now. Uh, oh, I'd pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Man City player. He's got the, the best calves in world football. Um, English. Oh, Jack Grealish. Yes. Um, former Man United centre back now playing for Roma. Uh, oh, Chris Smalling. Yes. Um, the most boring man in football plays for Liverpool. Centre mid. Milner. Yes. Um, shit house goalkeeper. Emmy Martin. Yes. Um, former Chelsea centre-back, uh, World Cup winner in 98. Uh, uh, France and Chelsea. Oh, uh, uh, France and Chelsea. Who's yeah. the centre-back who played? Oh, God. Of course. I, oh, it's a Leboeuf. No. Hey, it is Leboeuf. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. He played for France and Chelsea. But it's okay. the other one. Yes, there we go. There we go. Um, uh, current, uh, who did you play for? West Ham uh, striker. He used to play for Burnley. He loves playing with Claret. Danny England. Ings. Yes. Man United, reserve goalkeeper. Former Burnley as well. Uh, uh, oh, I forget. Can't remember. <laughs> okay. Uh, former Chelsea centre-back, now at Real Madrid. Uh, former who? Chelsea centre-back? Yeah. Now, yeah, now Real we'll... Madrid. Yes. Uh, it's uh, oh, I can't think. I can't remember him either. Okay, main left back, England. Uh, uh, Aaron Wambus. No, Luke Shaw. <laughs> yeah, cool. Liverpool centre back, best defender in the world. Apparently. Van Dijk. Yes, time. There you go. There you I go. reckon I should get an extra ten seconds there because Frank Leboeuf <laughs> also won the World Cup playing for Chelsea. By the way, because Carnu, when Carnu scored, do you remember the game when we were losing two 0 and Carnu yeah. got three in the last fifteen minutes? Yes. He left Ed De Hoy on his ass by the corner flag, and then he looked up and he saw the two World Cup winning Chelsea centre halves on the line, which was Marcel Desailly and Frank Leboeuf. <laughs> and uh, and he loved them both, uh, and he just walloped it over them. And I know that because I used to give Leboeuf fearful stick when he used to come because I couldn't believe. It. But it turns out he's actually quite a good bloke. Uh, but, you know. Anyway, um, I'm not moaning. I'm just. Saying. I'd I'd consider giving you an extra ten seconds just for that Carnish story, but you didn't get Granite Xhaka, which is an absolute disgrace. Amazing, amazing that yeah. I didn't get Granite Xhaka, but okay. Fair enough. If anything, we should take away I half the take away points. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, we'll, get, we'll, we'll call that quits then. Yeah, cool. Four, five, six, seven. Okay, eight. All right, cool. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, that's right. With a total of twenty-one. Right. All right. How's that? Cool. I, I don't think you're making the top four with twenty-one, unfortunately. Oh well. 
All right. Almost banished. <laughs> banished to the football hinterlands for that. Yeah, okay. Not getting Granite Xhaka. One of, I mean, you know, someone I'm absolutely loving this year, but okay. Um, Ian, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast, man. Thank you very much. Um, if people want to find you and follow you, where can they do so? Uh, uh, yeah, come and find me at Ian D. Stone on Twitter and on Instagram as well. And um, come and watch uh, my telly show, The Football's On, on BT Sport. And um, if you're a gooner, listen to Handbrake Off for The Athletic. That's the podcast I do. And um, also gigging everywhere, all the time. Yeah, I know that life. Um, <laughs> um, just quickly, is your, your podcast, is it similar to AFTV? Uh, no, no, not in any way. It's uh, we are basically we are considered, and we are not, um, you know, crazy. And uh, uh, we're proper fans who care about the club, but are not one-eyed and mad. Okay, cool. Okay, what, what are your what are your thoughts on AFTV? I mean, do you guys would you, would you go on it? AFTV. I'd rather eat my own leg. <laughs> I like Robbie. Robbie's a nice. Robbie's a nice guy. But I, I'm not interested in AFTV. I think AFTV. A lot of non-Arsenal fans like AFTV because you know Arsenal fans entitled and uh, yeah. and I understand what people think about us living in our oh you're moaning everything you get fourth every year and it's terrible oh how you're suffering you want to try supporting Birmingham or whoever. But I, I was never into all that. Uh, no, I've done podcasts with, I did the Tuesday Club with Alan Davis, which I haven't done for a while, which we don't do anymore. And now I'm doing Handbrake, which I present. And we get brilliant writers and brilliant broadcasters. And we talk seriously, but with um, some humour and humility about okay. our team. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, I just wanted this off. I mean, AFTV is great for non-Australians. Oh, no, no, yeah. I get it. I absolutely get it. And I understand why people love watching it. But no, I would rather, uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, Ian, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Um, continue supporting the podcast, man. Spread the word out to all the football fans out there. And yeah, till next time. Take care. Thanks, See you later. See ya.